Hi there, and welcome to Manningham Christian Centre's Sermon of the Week. I'm so glad you joined us. My name is Matt Wyatt, and I'm the lead pastor here. My prayer for you is that as you listen, you encounter God and find this message practically helpful. It would mean a lot to us if you were able to rate and subscribe. This not only lets us know how we can serve you better, but also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Hey, thanks so much again, and I look forward to catching up with you later. Bye. find the most fulfillment when we are positioned well, when we're positioned, you know, I somebody might be really good at hammering a nail. Some people may not be good at hammering a nail. This is a resource that needs to be stewarded well. They're a gift. Uh, you are a gift to the kingdom. You are a gift to the community. And often we find the most community when we're serving together. Anybody relate to that? And so this morning, we're going to be hearing from a few different people, but I'm going to introduce you to Brad Isles now, who is our volunteer coordinator, and he's going to be sharing. So come on, let's stand up. Let's welcome him. This is kind of his first time doing this, and it is awesome. Come on, Brad. Thank you very much. Good on you, Matt. Uh, thanks, Matt, for giving the opportunity to talk this morning on a topic that's dear to my heart, which is volunteering. So good morning, everyone. So this morning, I'll be talking about uh, volunteering in the life of um, Manningham Christian Centre. So a bit of what is it, why do it, when, and a bit of a how. Um, and the how is a bit of a, well, what role should, could I serve in, and then what to do next. As you walked in this morning, you would have just seen a little stand over there with some um, bits of paper on it, and that's our opportunity to serve form. So t take one if you haven't already. If you feel like filling it out right then and there, feel free so, or just take it home and um, have a bit of a think about it and see where that you might like to contribute to the life of the church. We'll also have a few uh, current volunteers up um, this morning that's just going to come up on stage and share some of their thoughts and experiences about volunteering. And for the moment, we've got a small clip that I'd like to play, which will kind of set the tone for this morning. Good morning to my MCC family. My name is Eleanor and I've been attending MCC for 20 years now. For me, it is such a privilege to serve as a volunteer at MCC. I volunteer in the ladies MCC group, EQ and FIT team. What I love and am blessed by is the connecting and the growing relationships that volunteering and serving the church brings. I also find serving strengthens my work walk with the Lord in that I become totally dependent on him in the understanding that I need him to equip me to be a godly example and the best me that I can be. So that challenges me from getting lazy in my walk with God. They say many hands make light work. So if you're considering becoming a volunteer, go for it. You'll be blessed in serving others as you connect with them 
And if you think, well, what have I got to offer? It's God who equips those whose hearts are willing. I love being a volunteer here at MCC. So go for it and be blessed. Bless you. Bye. But in reality, I'm nothing on my own. There was so much wisdom and truth in what Eleanor um, spoke about there. I think we can all say. And um, as it turns out, as you know, Ellen is upstairs at the moment. So not only is she volunteering up there, but she's also volunteering here at the same time, which I think is fantastic. Um, and there's so much about what she did say, which is all about collect, connecting people, growing relationships, strengthening her walk with God, and how God is equipping those who are just willing to serve. When you serve others, you experience spiritual growth. And you receive that blessing back. So really, thanks, Eleanor. On a personal note, uh, Manningham Christian Centre is a place where the importance of the people and maintaining relationships is quite clear to see. It's actually the reason that drew me to MCC in the first place about 12 years ago. And it's the reason why I still call MCC home. MCC is not a building, it's the people. It's a small slice of the church. And I personally have a vision for MCC for all, and for all those who call MCC their home. And this vision includes the following, that we would just know each other more than just by name. We would actually know each other. We would connect with each other and that we'd pray for each other and just live our journeys and walks with each other. Some of these are things that a lot of you already do, and I love that. That said, it's easy to get familiar, get used to the familiar faces every Sunday and leave without connecting with someone new. So over the years at MCC, I've found that volunteering is a great way to make solid connections with other people. And people always respond positively to someone who displays a heart to serve others. And that's not only in the life of the church, in the secular world as well, you might be volunteering at an animal shelter or something like that and that really responds to other people who um, may not go to church either. So it's a universal principle that I think at the end of the day is a principle that comes from the kingdom but it's displayed everywhere which basically just highlights that of, of that truth. So where did that heart for serving come from? For me and for those that don't know I moved to Melbourne from Sydney uh, several years ago uh, where I grew up in a family of seven. There was mum and dad and us five kids, and I've always felt lucky to be the middle child. Uh, <laughs> piggy in the middle. Um, because I've got an older brother and an older sister, and a younger brother and a younger sister, which is fantastic. Um, and dinner at our place at the, was always at the uh, family table, um, and somehow timed as it always seemed to be about 30 seconds before our you know, favourite TV show finished. You know, things like Monkey Magic and reruns of Doctor Who, which is all, yeah, crazy. Mum, give us 10 more seconds, anyway. Um, so just as Mum would be pulling dinner out of the oven, Dad would be yelling at someone to set the table and for then another one of the kids to get the drinks. Mum would be plating up in the kitchen and whoever was closest to the kitchen at the time, they had to serve the plates from the kitchen onto the dining room table. Once everyone had eaten their dinner, we were reminded of, those, of whose turn it was to clear the table and wash the dishes. Another person dried the dishes, 
in between flicking as many people as they could with a tea towel. As I think that's universal. <laughs> so around the table we talked about our day, we made jokes and laughed at each other. Mum and Dad used to say that they only had five kids so that they could have one kid to wash up the dishes for every night of the week. Yeah. <laughs> every few nights Mum would let us have dessert, which she would appoint one of the kids to go get ice cream, cut it up for everyone, and hence the game You Cut, I Pick started, which was a bit of a, you know, if there's one piece that comes out of cake, one cuts, serves for everyone, and then everyone gets to pick first, so that's all for, nice and fair. All up dinner time included serving, eating, joking, arguing, laughing and cleaning. We spent about two hours of quality time together each night. We didn't realise it at the time, or I didn't realise it at the time, but these memories with my family at dinner time were the groundwork for where my willingness to serve others and a heart for volunteering actually comes from. And um, nothing speaks of close relationships like a family who spends regular time serving one another. And I think the, that, that analogy or the same thing can be applied with us here all at, at MCC. I'm serving. Who likes getting a present? <laughs> Everyone? Who likes giving a present? Well, for me, although I enjoy receiving a present, sure, I actually get more personal pleasure out of giving a present. It's probably because of my wife, Alita. She loves getting presents. And I like seeing a smile on her face and the anticipation and the build-up to it and all the rest of it, blah, blah, I know. So, but have you ever thought about what it would be like for you to give Jesus a present? If I have that happiness and that um, fulfilment to watch my wife smile, imagine what it would be for me to give Jesus a present. So in preparation for, for this talk this morning, that question along with the following scriptures came to mind. And the first scripture that came to mind was Matthew twenty-two thirty-six to 40. And I'll, I'll read it out here. Jesus, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And then the second scripture that came to mind was Matthew 25, 40. But I'll just start from verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of the Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I, and I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you, a stranger, and take you in, or naked, and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick, or in prison, and come to you? 
and verse 40. And the king will answer them and say, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it for the, for the least of these brethren, you did it to me. So how do you feel when someone comes to your aid right when you need it? It is like receiving a present. And what Jesus is saying there is that when you do something for someone else, you are doing it for Jesus as well. The other scripture that came to mind was Revelation 4.11, starting with verse 10. The four and twenty elders fell down before him and sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honour and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they were created. So from that, we look at it and summarise and, and, and conclude we are created for his pleasure. And when we serve others, we are serving him. And yeah, so it pleases, it pleases Jesus when we serve others. Not only does Jesus like seeing us do good things for other people, he tells us that in as much as you did to the one of the least of my brethren, you did it to me. So Jesus is receiving a gift from us when we serve other people. And is there any wonder why we are blessed when we serve others? This is a biblical principle um, and statement. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is a biblical statement um, just printed on the back here. Um, Do unto others, which actually does sum up a lot of that as well. Volunteering is easy, it's fun, it's building relationships, it's rewarding. But most of all, it's stepping into fulfill, fulfilling the purpose of why you exist in the first place, which is for his pleasure. Serving via volunteering at MCC, we feel that serving is an important part of who we are as a church. Serving invites new people and experiences into our lives and is one of the greatest ways we live out our faith. There's always a place for you to serve, whether in our church or our community. Being part of the serving team at MCC is a great way to devote your time to the mission of Jesus. There are many ways you can get involved on the weekend, like today on a Sunday, or during the weekdays. And as you'll see on the, on the forms there at the door, we have the following areas of the life of MCC, which are currently available for you as an opportunity to serve others. We have the First Impressions team, the cafe, online hosting, the media team, production, the list goes on. The worship team, the kids team, home base. We've got CareNet, which is doing amazing things to the, with the community. At the moment, just noting that they are recruiting for the Christmas giving event, which I'm told is giving families Christmas presents for the kids. And if you want some more information on that, um, have a chat with Kelly at any time. There's also a ministry care line, which um, is something that I've been involved with personally for about six or seven years. 
and um, it's, it's an amazing ministry as well. We've also got the social, uh, we're looking at getting a social media team started up. We've also got some new exciting teams um, that we're looking at exploring a little bit more in the future. Some teams that we've already done before, but we're just looking at revamping them and then getting uh, new people to fill those roles. Those, those teams are um, people to look at our running alpha again, cap money, events set up, and putting together a working bee team which I think is fantastic. There's also a team here um, that doesn't actually have a name, but I called it the spare parts team, so I'm not quite sure. And what is the spare parts team? Who knows, who knows what they do? Does anyone know? Who are they? Who are they? The unseen, they're the unseen, area, unseen areas of service. So... A little bit of a pop quiz. Who cleans... There's no prizes, by the way. I was running late this morning. <laughs> Who cleans the car park? Oh, really? Okay. Who cleans things like the air conditioning filters? Any ideas? Who? 100%. Vince. Who vacuums the auditorium? They do. I was just checking to see who was listening. <laughs> They're cleaners. Who cleans the windows, though? Who fixes things that break randomly around the grounds? Again, Vince. <laughs> who replaces light globes? Vince and Matt. Who does the gardening? No one. There's a category called maintenance on that form. Who sets up events and puts the chairs back for Sunday? That's a bit of everyone. Who tops up the soap in the bathrooms? Probably Matt. I think it's Matt, yeah. Who cleans the parents' room? Probably Matt, yeah, it is Matt. Wow. The kids, the kids. <laughs> And who puts up the flags every week? Onya. Jack does a fair bit. And Josie. Yeah. Sometimes. So what is, after all that, what is volunteering? Volunteering is exercising your will to serve. The dictionary defines it as a person, a volunteer, as a person who voluntarily undertakes or expresses a willingness to undertake a service. A lot of undertakes. Volunteering helps MCC fulfil her mission to be a large community where the perfect love of Jesus embraces all. So why? That's a bit of a what. Why volunteer? And I kind of put this into two categories. Why for MCC's benefit and then why for a volunteer's benefit. The, the MCC's benefit is quite short. Um, so there's a bigger, bigger advantage for the volunteer. As we are all aware, but it's still a healthier reminder, everything at MCC doesn't magically happen. Week after week, everything that you experience at MCC requires the involvement from at least one person, for the, even just for the smallest things. And it starts from a clean car park and the mat you wipe your feet on as you enter the building. 
When you first enter, hopefully someone greets you with a smile and puts a smile on your face. Your entire experience at MCC, what you see, what you hear, which is massive here, (laughs) what you taste, what you touch and what you smell, or perhaps don't smell, (laughs) how you worship and what you learn about how you grow, why you belong, the friendships that you make, Someone has intentionally spent time preparing to maximise the potential of outcome in those areas. So why volunteer for the volunteer? What's the benefit? The first one that came to my mind um, is to just straight up exercise the gift of the spirit, the gift of helps. Um, And 1 Corinthians 12, 28 came to mind. And starting from verse 27. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. Verse 28. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after the miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, administration, variations of tongues. A few of my thoughts came to mind. What is God's will for your life? If you knew what God's will for your life was, would you not want to partner with, partner yourself with God to, to fulfil it? Or do you think God just randomly appoints someone who is totally unequipped for the task or has no tangible experience related to the task? Or perhaps he just hopes for you to do your best sees how far you can get before you start to ask the question to yourself whether the instruction actually came from God in the first place and then just finally lose interest. There's no way. God wants to see that you can do the small things before he assigns you to the big things. That purpose in your life is probably tied up with the big things. And volunteering is not only personally rewarding, volunteering is like giving God a present that's wrapped up in your time. Explore the pleasure of giving to others because giving to others is giving to God. And volunteering is a way to practice being obedient with small things because no doubt he has a plan for you and I beyond what we can see in ourselves today. So that said... Sometimes the best way to communicate why should you do something, it's best to hear from someone who's already doing it and listen to their stories. So we'd bring um, a couple of the volunteers up in a minute. And before I start off with Matt Crelly, um, I wanted to share my thoughts on my personal, um, a little bit on my personal story with volunteering at MCC. That was just a little personal experience for myself. About 10 years ago, after being new to MCC, I found myself at the foot of the cross, accepting Jesus in my life and then got baptised. Right after that, I asked God, okay, what's next? What's your plan for me? I knew I wasn't going to get the full answer straight away, but I did get two forms of awareness and understanding. The first one was to join the care line. And for those who aren't aware... Careline is a Christian phone service that offers a listening ear to anyone who wants to chat 
or ask for prayer. Careline is a truly fantastic ministry doing amazing things for people and we're always looking for more volunteers. So if that sparks anything with you, um, tap me on the shoulder later on. It's also one of the categories <laughs> on the sheet. And the other thing that I got an awareness from from God, so first one was to join Careline. The second one was when anyone at MCC ever asked me for help, just to say yes, um, despite, despite what I thought about that task. And there was a very strong sense that the Holy Spirit was just going to equip me and open up whatever door needs to be opened up at the time, and it was just trust in me. And there's been numerous times over my time at MCC where someone said, Brad, can you, would you like to help out here? And I've thought, oh, I've got nothing. Uh, yes. Okay. And every time something amazing's happened. Anyhow, to get a quick example of that, I was asked to help out with the Alpha course uh, by being responsible for cooking meals for 10 to 12 people each week for eight weeks. And as you know, I'm a barbecue guy. And I'm a barbecue guy because I can only do one thing at once. <laughs> right? True, true, true. I can't cook multiple things and the timing at the same time. So, and barbecue takes a long time for one thing, so that's why I do it. I can honestly say I had no idea what I was doing, no idea. And I said yes. Um, and with Eleanor's help, and I think only with Eleanor's help, we got it sorted and everything went well. But the blessing came for me personally um, is when I got to meet Matt Crelly. Um, I love Matt. I really do. I really do. I think he's a terrific bloke. He's an amazing husband and father. And I'm so grateful that I said yes to helping out on that Alpha course. So with that said, <laughs> uh, welcome Matt. Thanks, Brad. That's all right, mate. We should probably shake hands right now. <laughs> okay. So this is just an opportunity for a couple of people that are already doing volunteering for the church just to get a little give you a bit of an insight to their experiences. So, Matt, tell us a bit about your experiences with volunteering at MCC. Yeah, sure. Um, so, hi, everyone. My name's Matt, uh, and I've been coming to MCC for about three and a half years now, uh, and I volunteer in the production team uh, on the sound desk just up the back. Now, back in high school, I did a cert for in music industry skills, um, which covers all sorts of things, including sound desk and mixing. Uh, and I didn't do anything with it after that, but it appears that God had a plan. <laughs> I started volunteering when I saw the same couple of people up the back, week in, week out. Uh, and I know it can be a bit of a drag when you're the only person or one of only a couple of people who everybody relies on to get a job done, um, particularly when it's a little bit more involved in particular skill sets. Now, I hadn't used a sound desk since high school, uh, but I figured I could get up to speed pretty quick, and the team was very happy to have a new face on board. <laughs> I know that sound has a big impact on how people experience the service uh, and worship, uh, and it feels good to work together with the band every few weeks to put on a good show. And so what I would say to everyone out there, um, if you're thinking about volunteering, is that if you see something that you think needs doing, 
then you're probably the right person to do it. <laughs> Thank you. Well said. Well said. Thanks, Matt. Cheers. Thank you. Now we've got Amber. My barista sister. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Amber. <laughs> Amber, what do you like about volunteering? As a random question, I'm sure you've got something prepared. <laughs> so many things. I love volunteering. Um, I oversee the cafe over there and I have an amazing team that I get to work with every week, uh, week in, week out. I get to see all of you guys and give you guys coffees, which is really good too. Um, I'm also a youth leader and I love our youth and I love being able to do fun activities with them. Um, and, but I also really, really love being able to be a part of the people that they are becoming. Um, I think it's really special to see them grow and all the exciting things that they have to say. Um, I did have a look in the Bible for things. I can't remember where. I think it's somewhere in Acts it talks about being more blessed and more joyous to give things than to receive things. And I really fully believe that this is true because I get so much more coming to church now that I get to do things than just coming and sitting in a chair and singing some songs and all of those things. Um, but truthfully, even if I volunteered 100% of my time, I could never, ever give back to MCC what it's given to me. Um, so if you feel like... MCC has given you lots of things. Please volunteer so that you can give something back. Amazing. Well done. Thanks, Amber. Rosie. Keep your clap going for Rosie. Come on, Rosie. <laughs> well done, Rosie. Rosie, tell us, what do you do? How long have you been at MCC? What do you do? How long have I been here for? I've been... Stop working! That's all right. It's on. Is it on? Yeah, it's on. It. I've been here five years, rough guess. I actually do voluntary for CareNet and I did do it for... Um, and another thing here, I can't remember what it is now, but anyhow, besides all that, um, I come here on a Wednesday with Lorna Watson, which is a very lovely lady too, and we get a truck that comes in on a Wednesday morning, give or take about 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, from um, food food place. And we have a couple of guys that actually help us unpack it. And when we pack it into the storeroom as well, when they bring it into us. Now, remind you guys, I only got asked to do this on Friday. So excuse me if I'm Short so notice. You're doing fantastic. So with, with, with all that, what else do I have to say for myself? Um, to become a volunteer, I love every minute of it. It doesn't matter what, where it is, if it's for Matt, if it's for Kelly or who it's for, I'll do it for anybody. I'll put my hands up for that. And at the same time, um, um, that volunteer is not just a job. It is a friendship that you get from it all, from everybody. And I, I came here to this church. I made a phone call to Lorna one Friday afternoon and said to her, 
I would like to go to church, and I think she nearly fell over backwards, but besides that, um, she brought me along here. I met everybody. I got baptised. I love being here with everybody. I've met so many lovely people and so many lovely kids to go with it all. And I also makes me feel really good and happy and sometimes I hope I help the community at the same time. But anyhow, I love you all and thank you for having me as a volunteer. Wow, fantastic. Pass it on to, pass it on to, um, to Sandra on the way through. And here we got Beck. And Beck, someone who's been at MCC for a long while now, tell us a bit about your volunteering journey. Well, I've been at MCC for about 20 years plus. Um, I currently am one of the social media hosts and also uh, on the Care Net. On the, that's better, on the Care Net board and just started on that and starting to write policies, which is... Everyone's favourite to ask. Um, but I've actually done a lot of roles over the years. And I was talking to Brad the other day. Uh, kids ministry, youth ministry, cap money facilitation step uh, program, uh, cooking for the community dinners. And I really feel when you said about cooking, when you're not necessarily a group, uh, our mass cooking that we used to run, missions team. The roles have changed over the times because the needs have changed and also... When we, when we went into lockdowns and things like that, being a social media host had a different purpose and it had a way to still volunteer. I think what I've really enjoyed is that it really is that connection and also helping at different times depending on what you're working in, um, helping others grow in their relationship with God. And as I said, what's really, what I've really loved is the fact that things change and morph and it's just this one thing. There's like things, there's ministries that I've been involved in the past that they're not even roles anymore because there's not need, the need anymore. There's new needs. And I think that's the thing is you just keep growing and the ability. Sometimes you have the skill. Sometimes you will learn the skill, such as the cooking on mass for people. Um, and then other times it's just really that opportunity to, to get alongside other people. And sometimes you're not the number one person, but you're the number two or the three or the tenth person. And you're just building that and you're supporting. And I think that's really important. And really just takes a willing heart and everything else comes secondary. Thank you. Daniel. I imagine Daniel has actually, when I was reading the, you know, how long have you been here, this and that, uh, Beck said 20 years and Dan said, I think, 27 or 28 years. And I went, oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. He was probably volunteering in the womb. <laughs> yeah. How, can you speak to that? <laughs> I reckon I've done every role within this church except for media leading and preaching um, while being at MCC. Um, yeah, Brad asked me to say a couple of words. Um, my main role within volunteering is media team, the best team in the church. Um, we're lucky enough. <clears throat> we're lucky enough to reach out to thousands of people each Sunday through production and words and allowing our pastors and main speakers to reach their word um, and what God's doing in their lives. Um, some of the positive things about volunteering, especially in the media team, is 
reaching out to the millions and thousands of people within our community and all around the world. Um, I've been lucky enough as Matt being my uncle but also my pastor, telling stories of what our social media is doing around the community and the um, world, basically, as we have so many people overseas watching our services each week. Um, like everyone, volunteer. If you don't know what you're doing, we have great people in each team to teach you what needs to be done. Um, and if you want to join the media team, just come up and we'll be glad to have you, if, even if you're young or old, we'll teach you what to do. <laughs> Good on you. Thanks, Dan. Cheers, mate. Emily. Keep the applause going for Emily. Mrs Sparkle. Hello. Emily, what do you enjoy most about volunteering at MCC? So I've been attending MCC for three and a half years and I'm currently volunteering in the operations team. I enjoy volunteering at MCC because I get to have creative input into church events. It's great to be a part of something bigger and see the events come together after working on them the months before. What I would say to people thinking about volunteering is don't look at someone else's volunteering and think, I can't do that. Your volunteering can be something you love and use the skills and passions you have. I tentatively joined the ops team to suss it out. And a couple of years later, I am more passionate about my role as it evolved over time to incorporate my personal skills and passions. <laughs> That's awesome, awesome. Thanks, well done, Emily. Thank you very much. Sandra, lucky last. Keep your applause going. <laughs> On here, Sandra. Oh. How long have you been volunteering, Sandra? How long? Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you might be able to offer some I'm not going to tell you how long because then you'll just guess my age. But I've been serving in the house of the Lord since my parents started to attend church. And then serving here, this family and this house of God, since I was 13. Why did I start volunteering? I didn't volunteer to volunteer. <laughs> I was told. <laughs> Being a part of a shepherd's family means that the uh, children serve. And what an honour and a privilege it has been and continues to be. I've probably served in most departments, yet every department of the church. And one of the things I love and I continue to do is be part of the worship team. And I will be Sam until I'm kicked off or carried out in a box, whatever. Because it is just such a privilege to give back to my saviour. Just a mere tip of the iceberg of what he has given to me. And also... Why do I serve? Because you guys are family and you're an extension of my family. And when I have seen others serve, and probably I'd rather talk about what I see with others serving, is I see people who come in here wanting and having a need to belong. There is such a need in our community to belong, to feel loved, to find home. And this is home. 
And when you serve alongside someone, you get to know them. You get to work in the trenches together. It strengthens bonds of friendship and it creates a really, really, really strong family. And when others out there in the community see it, they want to be a part of it. It is like honey to a bee. They just want to be a part of it. And John 13, 35 says, you know, by this shall they know that you are my disciples for the love that you have for one another. And that's how I urge people, come, be a part of the family be a volunteer. It doesn't matter. We will teach you. I have seen so many people learn new skills. It's a great teaching ground. It will teach teenagers new skills that they can go and get a job elsewhere. I have seen my children learn new skills and become a part of a community and then be eager to be a part. They were always putting their hand up at school, which meant I was always picking them up and running them around and so forth. But they always, you know, who can do this? Me. Who, can, who wants to do this? Me. And it just grows strong, confident teenagers. It grows strong, confident people. I have seen people come in who are so timid and so shy. Rosie, I'm so proud of you. You had me in tears. You were up here talking with a microphone. You know, Rosie probably years ago would never have dreamt of it. I see people grow, it brings strength, but more so we become family and that's what God wants. He just loves it so much that we dwell together in unity. What a strong team, what a privilege. Thank you. Amen to that, yeah. So that's the why. Let's wrap, wrap this up quickly, I think I'm so over time. Um, let's get to the who. So you, you've... So you felt the invitation to volunteer and you wonder if it's for you. The answer to that question is yes. If the answer is no, you wouldn't have been prompted to wonder about it. So don't worry, today is only part one of our volunteer drive and you'll get another chance next week. <laughs> Last one, how? What's next? Okay, so you'd like to become a volunteer you don't know, but you don't know how or for what it takes. The minimum requirement is having a heart that's willing to serve, then applying a little common sense. Example, several years ago I decided I wanted to serve and I wanted God to direct me. So I made a deal between God and myself that I'd say yes to whatever anyone asked me to do and I'll just trust the Lord um, that God won't have anyone ask me to do anything that I, he knew that I wasn't capable of doing. If I don't feel like I have the skill, I'm sure I can learn along the way. That said, I don't expect anyone from the worship team at any time. <laughs> unless Sam has totally lost his mind. But if he thinks I'm a good option for it, I will say yes. So evaluate yourself and where you would like to serve, where you are best equipped to serve or where you see a need that requires serving. Pray about it daily for the next week or so. Visit the volunteer stand after church. Chat with me and ask yourself, what areas are available? 
what areas are in need, what areas are suited to my strengths, and what areas is God highlighting to me. And either fill in the form straight away or take it home to think about it. And if you have any other questions, um, give me a call. And there's my telephone number at the bottom of the form as well, so feel free to give me a buzz. Thank you very much. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Anna. I trust that during the service, God was moving in your heart and his presence was where you are. Just before we say goodbye today, I'd love to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. If today's message spoke to you, or you've been considering believing in Jesus as your saviour, then I would love to invite you to do that now. Would you repeat this short prayer after me? Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose again to give me life. I ask you to forgive my sins and be my Lord and my Saviour. I open my heart to you today. Amen. If you said yes to Jesus today, we would love to hear from you. We would love to celebrate with you, pray with you, and help you start your Jesus journey. Visit our website, manninghamcc.org, and go to the I Said Yes page. Fill out your details, and one of our leaders will get in touch with you. We would love to hear your story. Hey, thanks for joining in today and being part of our service. If you enjoyed today's service, would you click the share button and subscribe to MCC so you can stay connected. We all need some good news and we would love to hear how God has spoken to you today. Visit manninghamcc.org and fill out a good news story form today. If you would love to know more how to grow in your relationship with God, then Next Steps provides the path for you. Visit manninghamcc.org to find out more. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.